are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey everybody, what is happening? So, over this past weekend, we had so many great fights happening, okay? We had so many great boxing fights happening and we had SummerSlam happening but I know that's not really a real combat sport but I mean I personally watched it and I thoroughly enjoyed it even though I know in the past episodes I've been talking so much trash about the WWE and professional wrestling overall but okay as as we've actually matured throughout the show I've actually realized that it's you know it is most of the time, it is about the athleticism and the actual skill sets that are being uh, demonstrated in a particular sports. But sometimes it's okay to treat yourself as a fan with uh, just a little bit of entertainment, even though you know some things are pre-planned and you know who's actually going to win and things like that. But just like I said, it's okay as the fans to treat yourself sometimes with a little bit of entertainment. And SummerSlam was awesome because especially, you know, for me, I don't really watch a lot of professional wrestling matches unless it's about Ronda Rousey or Brock, Brock Lesnar because those are the former champions that we had in the UFC. Of course, Brock Lesnar was a former Uf- a heavyweight champion at the UFC and of course, Ronda Rousey, a pioneer in the world of MMA, especially for, for women because she was the first ever not just the bantamweight champion in the UFC, but just the first ever women's champion in the UFC. And uh, we're forever grateful to Ronda Rousey for all the things she has done in for for women's MMA overall. And um, yeah, so Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar were um, having matches over SummerSlam over this past weekend. And it was super, super entertaining. And uh, Personally, as a as a all time Ronda Rousey fan, I was so proud of Ronda Rousey. I don't know about you guys, but I feel I I just feel like she looked phenomenal over this past weekend at SummerSlam. And um, just like I said, even though yes, all of those things are pre planned, and you know, even the fighters themselves know who's going to win and who's going to lose, and all the fights are pretty much um, choreographed and whatnot. But it was just um, just like I said, it was just so entertaining and. It's okay to enjoy a little bit of entertainment every now and then. And uh, Ronda Rousey had a phenomenal performance. And now she is the Raw Women's Champion at the WWE. So congratulations to her. And, um, you know, I feel like even though Ronda Rousey had a great run in the UFC as the Women's Bantamweight Champion, uh, I feel like this is a new chapter in her life right now, and I feel like especially us as the MMA fans, as especially and the combat sports fans, we have to support Ronda Rousey because of all the sh- things that she has done for our sports, and uh, we have to appreciate her existence at least and uh, in, in all of her contributions to the world of professional wrestling because... Uh, you know, her name is always going to be out there in the in the history books whenever it comes to combat sports and um, 
just just combat sports overall you know what i'm saying so shout out to ronda rousey i just want to make this clear at the beginning of the show shout out to ronda rousey for becoming the new women's champion at the wwe and also shout out to brock lesnar even though he lost his w WWE belt uh, at SummerSlam, unfortunately, and Roman Reigns, uh, his opponent, became the champion. But you know, you know how the mind of the businessman always works because this is obviously uh, the the thoughts of the promoters that actually uh, go into choreographing and, and predicting what the outcomes of these fights are in, in professional wrestling. And of course, there has to be a reason as to why Brock Lesnar had to lose his uh, WWE title in SummerSlam. And all of you guys out there, especially if you're Brock Lesnar fans you will probably know why he lost it it is because i mean at least i feel like it is because we want brock lesnar to now mostly focus on his return to the to the octagon and uh, we all remember what happened when um uh, when uh, the current heavyweight champion of the ufc daniel cormier was fighting the former heavyweight champion uh stephen miocic and he obviously won the heavyweight belt from stephen miocic dc won the heavyweight belt from stephen miocic and now he's the two-division champion of the UFC. And Brock Lesnar, we all remember, he came into the octagon and started talking so much trash to the newly crowned heavyweight champion of the UFC, Daniel Cormier. And uh, we all know that that fight is actually going to be happening sometime in the future, but we just didn't know when. But now that Brock Lesnar actually lost his belt at SummerSlam, we know that he is at least going to be putting a little bit of his focus Focus into his return to the octagon and his return to the UFC and actually when you were looking at his body even because we know how the controversies were with Brock Lesnar the last time he made a return to the octagon and we all heard all the things that he tested positive for apparently he tested positive for so many substances that were actually banned by the United States and anti-doping agency and um, it, allegedly he took so many substances that he didn't really have to okay and because of that he looked really big and the it looked like the series were actually looking uh, really good on him and whatnot but this time around even in the wwe uh, it was apparent that uh, Brock Lesnar was um, at least trying to reduce his intake of substances and he was trying to maintain uh, his um, cleansiness for all the uh, blood tests that are actually going to be coming his way from USADA, from the United States Anti-Doping Agency. And that is all good for him. Shout out to him because he's actually taking this return to the UFC really seriously. And it looks like... Um, he just wants to be clean and he just wants to make that return to the octagon. So shout out to him as well. Shout out to Brock Lesnar and shout out to Ronda Rousey. Once again, um, I just want to make those shout outs because these are, even though they're not in, in combat sports uh, or rather in, in the MMA world at the moment, but let's not forget some of the things that they've done for, for this field. And um, I feel like their names 
are always going to be in, in history books whenever it comes to mixed martial arts. So shout out to both of those people. And man, so after talking about all those things, now let's talk about some of the things that we have lined up for today. Man, today is going to be a phenomenal day because today we have so many fight announcements to talk about. And no, these are not rumors. These are actually updates about some of the fights that we were anticipating as, as fans. And now we for sure know that they are going to be happening okay and we also have some some updates in regards to some of the fights that were announced to be happened but due to some reasons they're not going to be happening anymore and i'm going to be talking about that in in more detail throughout the show so we have those kind of updates coming up on the show and of course this upcoming weekend i know we've had we didn't really have a ufc card over this past weekend but this upcoming weekend on August 25th, we are going to be having another UFC Fight Night, but this time in Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, it is going to be headlined by a good, good fight between Justin Gaethje, the former um, champion at the World Series of um, Fighting. He's going to be fighting this time against James Vick, a top contender at the lightweight division. Okay, so this fight is going to be phenomenal. And of course, you guessed the right fam. We are going to be breaking it down here on the show so that you know what to expect. And um, yeah, so okay, personally, I was like you guys, so before I actually knew what this fight was all about, you know, of course, we've seen Justin Gaethje before in the UFC, and, and we've seen James Vick as well, but, you know, because so many fights actually go down in the UFC, you don't actually, you sometimes, you know, take things for granted, and you don't actually appreciate how good a, a, a fight can actually be. However, I would definitely recommend all of you guys to go out there on YouTube, okay, and search up each each and every one of these guys' um, past fights, especially the recent fights. Watch those fights, and then I will promise you, you will be so pumped up for this fight that is actually uh, going to be happening on August 25th because both of these guys are killers and they're brawlers and so I would definitely recommend all of you guys to do that and and really really do pump yourself up and if that that's not enough for you guys of course with our breakdown every time we break things down here on tko i personally get really hyped up for the fights that are going to be happening and i hope that uh, that transmits to you guys over over the radio waves and whatnot so hopefully you guys get uh, hyped up and pumped up about this fight that we are actually about to be breaking down as well but before we get to the breakdown of course we're going to get started with our updates and fight announcements so what are we waiting for let's get started started all right yeah all right so now let's get get down to business so today we are going to be announcing one of the hottest boxing fights out there that is actually going to be happening in the upcoming months and yes it actually is related to the fight that actually happened over this past weekend between tyson fury and frank pianetta all right so Tyson Fury, he had his um, uh, one other comeback fight over this past weekend. And um, it actually won the, the full distance, the whole 10 rounds. 
And I'm not going to be lying to you guys. I'm going to be totally honest. It was a bit better than the fight that he had the last time when he fought his actual comeback fights when he was fighting after so many years, after three years, I believe. You know, it was so much better than the first comeback fight that he had, but it was still, you know, it still had room for improvement. And I wish Tyson Fury did demonstrate a bit more speed and power and uh, just demonstrated a, lit, a little bit more of his good performance because I feel like he, he did have the potential to do it, but he just, for whatever reason, he didn't do it. It just, it almost looked like he was um, just back at the gym and he was merely sparring with a sparring partner and he was just taking it easy on his opponent. And, you know, he was hitting him, not saying that he wasn't hitting him, but, it, you know, it had room for improvement. And so what I want to say is um, Tyson Fury did initially have the best performance of his life. And it is fair to say as well that Tyson Fury, even though he used to be the champion of the WBA, WBO, IBF and WBC, I believe. I'm not exactly sure, but he was he held so many heavyweight titles back in his day when he was the heavyweight champion of the world. However, I feel like his prime has actually passed and, you know, it, I feel like it's a fair thing to say, especially because of his um, recent performances in the ring. And you might be saying, well, Janan, maybe he just needs a little bit of, a little bit more of warm up before his uh, biggest fight of uh, for the biggest fight of his career. And, uh, you know, maybe you could be right. But I just feel like Tyson Fury, he could have done so much better, especially over this past weekend when he was fighting Frank Pianetta. OK, so. This fight, uh, this fight obviously ends in a decision, and the decision goes to um, Tyson Fury, of course, because he was mostly throwing most of the punches throughout the fight, even though it wasn't as powerful and um, speedy, but he still won the fight, so... Let's not give him any grief for that. And let's actually applaud him because, you know, he's still in that process of coming back into the ring. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially when he had to, um, you know, he he lost control of himself and um, he was on so many drugs and uh, he was going through so many problems outside of the ring and he lost control of his weight and he was almost weighing 300 pounds and now he's lost more than 50 pounds and he's actually in shape right now so you know kudos to Tyson Fury he's actually trying his best to make a good comeback but I feel like he still needs a bit more uh, of those uh, warm-up fights in order to actually get back to uh, where he was before he left the ring for for um, all those suspensions and things like that anyhow so the fight ends Tyson Fury wins and guess who's in the crowd in Belfast Scotland just guess who Deontay Wilder the current WBC champion is in the crowd of course and if that doesn't ring any bells for you guys well of course there's there's a long a history of feud and beef between these two guys because when um, Tyson Fury was out of of his league, you could say Deontay Wilder was out there smirking, murking, murking his opponents and 
completely demolishing them in the ring, just knocking them out left and right. And um, out of the 40 professional fights that Deontay Walter has actually had, he, not only has he won all of them, but 39 of them have been uh, won through knockout. So you can imagine how deadly of a fighter Deontay Wilder is. And so Deontay Wilder was actually in the crowd when Tyson Fury was fighting. And also another fun fact for you guys. So when Tyson Fury came out into the ring, his walkout song was um, Sweet Home Alabama. And Deontay Wilder is actually from Alabama. So you could say he was trying to trigger Deontay Wilder by doing that just, just a little bit. But Deontay Wilder, you know, he didn't really take it seriously. And he was like, haha, he just kind of laughed it off and whatnot. However, after the fight actually ended and Tyson Fury was declared the winner, Deontay Wilder comes into the ring and it is announced that these two guys are actually going to be fighting in the future for the WBC Heavyweight Championship of the world, okay? Now, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of history in regards to uh, in regards to the fate of the heavyweight of the WBC Heavyweight Championship, okay? of the belt okay so here's the thing so Deontay Wilder was actually supposed to be fighting Anthony Joshua who is of course the current WBO WBA IBF and IBO champion of the world so when Deontay Wilder was actually going to be fighting Anthony Joshua whoever won that fight would become the undisputed and the unified heavyweight champion of the world and that was of course the biggest fight that we could see ever because not only is it a unification fight, but also it's a heavyweight fight. And we all know how exciting heavyweight fights are. And just historically, I mean, taken from Muhammad Ali's days and, um, and Mike Tyson days and um, I mean, their Holyfield's days and, and all those things. The heavyweight division is just so exciting always to watch it. You know, that was the biggest fight that you could possibly see uh, happen as of as of now. However, things went down with Anthony Joshua and the WBA organization and WBA told Anthony Joshua that he has to make a title defense for WBA specifically um, in this um, upcoming month. I think in September, actually. Yes. So. Uh, Anthony Joshua's already preoccupied with another opponent to defend his WBA title against. So that fight between him and Deontay Walter is obviously off. And everybody was just so pissed off. And um, everybody was actually really disappointed because that was the, just like I said, that was a fight that everybody was really, really looking forward to. But now that Anthony Joshua is doing his thing, well, of course, it would be fair to say that Deont we need Deontay Walter to do his thing as well. While both of these guys do their thing, and hopefully they win their fights then sometime in 2019 we get to see these two finally face off against one another so hopefully we actually get to see that happen and um, this time actually we were seeing Deontay Wilder fighting against Tyson Fury and it's a really tricky thing to predict guys because just like I said Tyson Fury yes he used to be this feared guy in the heavyweight division and he used to be the champion but I feel like he's just not at his prime anymore, guys, especially with the past few fights that we've seen from him in the past few months, ever since his um, first comeback in three years. I feel like he still has room for improvement. And if we are actually going to be seeing this fight against him and Deontay Wilder, it is so apparent to me that Deontay Wilder is going to be taking this fight. 
going to be taking the W for himself. And I will tell you why, because Deonta Wilder, in, in the past fights that he, first of all, he is undefeated, of course. And in the past few fights that he's actually had, he has faced such deadly opponents like guys like Luis Ortiz whose shots and jabs are literally bombs okay and whenever he was actually um, absorbing all those shots yes he was absorbing them and he was not falling down he was not being knocked down and he has such a tough chin you could say and so because of that you know I feel like he's gone through the worst Deonta Wilder and he was still able to to get back up and still able to knock out his opponent so I feel like Deonta Wilder he has more potential in him and I feel like especially with the performance that we've seen from Tyson Fury um, for his past few fights just like I said his shots aren't being as powerful and aren't being as speedy and fast so you know, maybe if Tyson Fury actually changes his game plan and changes his whole style, maybe we could actually give him a chance of winning this fight against Ty uh, Deontay Wilder. But I feel like if Tyson Fury is going to be fighting the same way against Deontay Wilder, man, Tyson Fury is going to be going down. And I'm not trying to be biased against, uh, you know, Tyson Fury. I'm not trying to be favoring Deontay Wilder in this particular fight, but that's just the facts, guys. And I feel like it's really important to sometimes, you know, actually consider the facts and the stats and, you know, actually uh, think, think, think about things by logic because that's the first route to go to you know and especially in this particular fight i feel like it's really uh, it's a really plausible thing that deonta walter is going to be taking this fight and i feel like the promoters mainly came up with this fight because just like i said there's a lot of beef between these two guys and um it, it, you know in terms of business and promotion it's just gonna add up so much to the to the marketing value of this whole fight but I feel like in terms of the actual fights, uh, you know, even though the promoters might be hyping the fight up so much, I feel like the fight itself is going to be ending in a few rounds because I feel like Deontay Wilder is actually going to be knocking out Tyson Fury. And, you know, even though I said all those things and even though by saying this at the moment, I might be contradicting all the things that I just said in the past few moments. Guys, the combat sports math doesn't always work out and you you might be surprised actually at how fights actually do get to turn out. And all I can say is still this fight is going to be exciting and I would definitely recommend all of you guys to definitely do catch up with this fight. I believe this fight is set to be happening in November, but I will definitely keep you guys updated, but it is confirmed for sure. Because both fighters have actually signed their contracts, but we are still uh, yet to know what what day they're actually uh, going to be fighting against one another. But I'll definitely keep you guys updated in regards to that. All right. So, yeah, there's that. And OK, what else do we have lined up for today? Yes. So we have a few more updates and fight announcements. So I'm just going to be quickly talking about these ones. So. Luke Rockhold is going to be having a rematch against Chris Weidman. So you guys remember, Chris Weidman used to be the middleweight champion of the UFC. And then Luke Rockhold came along and um, he actually brutally knocked out and TKO'd Chris Weidman. And he was able to get the title for himself. 
And after that happened, well, Luke Rockwell himself, unfortunately, was knocked out by uh, Michael Bisping, who won the title for himself. And now, you know, uh, there was a lot of talk about having Chris Weidman fighting against Luke Rockhold once again because people just felt like things could have gone another way if um, Chris Weidman just made, didn't make... Uh, simple mistakes and actually carried on the fight in, in, a, in a wise manner. So again, I feel like this fight is actually going to be really interesting because if we have Chris Weidman actually watch out for his own moves and if we have Luke Rockhold, especially because in his past few fights, we've seen how much improvements he's made to his own style. It's just going to, it's actually going to be really exciting to uh, watch this fight because it's been a long time ever since the two actually fought one another for the first time. I believe the first time they fought was in 2015. So this time around, I mean, we've come three years far and um, there's obviously so many things that can be improved with one person's style. So once again, this is going to be one hell of a fight and uh, we are actually not exactly sure about the date that these two are, are actually going to be fighting, but it is going to be happening in the near future. I will definitely keep you guys updated in regards to that as well. So we have that happening and I have one bad news for you guys. So Yoav Romero, remember he was supposed to be fighting against um, Paolo Bohachinia. So Yoav Romero is actually out of his fight against Bohachinia at UFC 230 because uh, allegedly Yoav Romero has um, sustained facial injuries that he is not able to be he's not able to fight uh, Paolo Bohachinia anymore and um, that's uh, the most update that we've actually gotten in regards to Yoel Romero's injury hopefully things are actually well with him because we were actually really excited for this fight happening between him and Paolo Bohachinia especially because both of these guys' style is just so similar to one another and um, it, it was just really interesting to see how things were about to go down but you know even though we had this um, injury and now Yoel Romero is out of this fight hopefully we get to see the very this very fight actually happen in the near future with both of these guys have uh, facing against one another in the near future because it's actually a really good fight and a really good matchup for both of these guys so best of luck to Yoel Romero and Paulo Bohachinia hopefully Yoel Romero gets well and we get to see these guys fight one another sometime soon. All right. So there was that. And now, okay, so let's get down to business. The business of breaking down fights. So here we go. UFC Fight Nights, Lincoln, Nebraska. Boom. Yeah. So yeah, that was a bomb because the main event of this card is going to be literally bomb. That's how good. <laughs> of a fight is actually going to be and if that wasn't enough here you go yeah yeah there you go so james vick is going to be fighting against justin gaethje and justin gaethje used to be the champion at world uh, series of fighting and um of course, there was a reason why Justin Gaethje used to be the champion at World Series of Fighting. And James Vick also has been on a rise for the past few, I would say, uh, a year? Uh, past few years, rather, because um, he's constantly knocking out his opponents and he's constantly having such dominant performances against his opponents. And this fight is going to be bomb, just like I said, because Justin Gaethje is a brawler, even though you might see 
and, and the fights that he's had, okay, so his style is mainly he throws punches, but he's not scared to actually get punched at. So he would throw punches and he would actually get, uh, uh, he would actually absorb so many shots himself. And it would actually go to an extent that you would think, man, he's going to get knocked out right now. But his chin is really tough. And um, sometimes even though he does wobble a little, little bit in the octagon, but he's able to come back up. And um, what he does is it's kind of like a Rocky Balboa kind of style. So he allows his opponent to throw all that he has towards him. And by doing that, of course, his opponent is going to get tired and exhausted after a while. And after all that happens, and uh, when Justin Gaethje is still uh, standing and moving forward, Justin Gaethje uh, makes a counterattack and starts coming towards his opponent while the opponent is all gassed out. And that's his strategy. And that actually seems to work for him, even though sometimes uh, this the style of Justin Gaethje's is actually really risky because over the past, I would say, two fights, that he's had he tried that and unfortunately he wasn't successful because uh, before he was um, able to tire out his opponent unfortunately due to all the shots that he was absorbing he got knocked out himself so if Justin Gaethje is about to try this style once again against James Vick it is going to be interesting uh, you know it could work or it could not but if it does work then we will see how tough and uh, perseverant of a fighter Justin Gaethje is and James Vick just like I said he's a phenomenal striker and uh, because because of his physique because of his long limbs his jiu-jitsu skills are actually on point as well so because of all those things that I just said fam definitely do watch this fight on August 25th it's going to be one hell of a fight and uh you will not be disappointed with how this fight actually goes down. So there you have that. And oh man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week, fam. It today was a good day. As Askew usually says, today was a good day. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself here at the studio. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. All right, fam, you already know what time it is. Just go to CFRE.ca to catch up with your previous episodes. And what else? You can also go to iTunes and SoundCloud to catch up with your previous episodes as well. And what else, man? Ah, uh, yeah. So that's all the time we're going to for this week and until next time it's your girl Jenna right here and this is TKO peace out yeah.